0: Every human is an individual and everybody has its own way and journey. And art as a profession is not easy and everybody knows it. But if one has really, you know, a a driving force and passion and full dedication, I think uh, it will always work out.
1: Today on this episode, we have a very interesting guest and my dear friend, Kinga Malek. Kinga was born in Poland, started dancing when she was three and one day she decided to learn Indian dance and visit India. So when Kinga took this decision, little did she know that one of her dance videos on YouTube would reach 1.1 million views. And in 2015, she would win the Bollywood dance competition and receive the title from Saroj Khan herself. So, why wait? Let's talk to Kinga right away. So, Kinga, welcome to Indian Artpreneur. My first question to you would be, how was your reaction when your videos on YouTube reached (laughs) 1.1 million? (laughs) Of course, uh, I was very happy uh, that...
0: uh, with uh, me not doing much, uh, actually, for my own promotion, <laughs> um, it it got uh, uh, this small success uh, because uh, whoever follows my work is, uh, I I suppose, it's a true um, lover of what I'm doing, and I really never pushed for any paid promotions or never really asked anyone to follow or uh you know to do anything about that so this these are natural views and (laughs) and i'm that is so amazing i think that's the the success
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) where and when did you decide to dance
0: i think it was not a decision i just started dancing the moment i started walking (laughs) and uh thanks to my mother she saw that uh, interest and that sense of rhythm Uh, whenever she used to put any music I was just uh, moving myself to the rhythm so she uh, she noticed that uh, quite early when I was three or four she put me to uh, rhythmic dance classes uh, which was with the uh, live piano and a group of uh, other kids. Um, so I don't remember much, but there was some dancing, clapping, singing. And that was my start.
1: <laughs> yeah, yes, tell me about your evolution. Like, how did you end up here? Like, all the things that you mm-hmm. learned. <laughs> so after that uh, rhythmic
0: classes, I, I started um, a modern dance class and i've been doing it for one year um but i didn't like it much and after after okay. the final performance in fact i was one of the best and that teacher put me in the front line (laughs) but my (laughs) yes my mother saw the performance and she decided to take me out from the class and I was very thankful to her because I didn't really like it so then she heard (laughs) uh, she heard an uh, information in the radio that there is a um, um, registration for a polish national dance group Mm, and I mm-hmm. went for auditions and uh, immediately after auditions, they took me to uh, already a performing group. So I was learning and at the same time uh, also training for the uh, productions, uh, which um, which were also... Um, performances later on so that was and then these classes i already loved and i was very thankful to my mom to put me to these classes so i was six when i was started polish dances and i continued in that big group uh, for another 12 years So already uh, being a member of a huge dance group, uh, we were about 60 members, kids and uh, teenagers, between 6 and 18 years old, let's say. Uh, We've performed all over the country and also abroad. So that was a a, a very good start and uh, experience for me as a member of big group and also how to manage Um, all the things connected with the big production like also costumes, quick changes helping each other and everything (laughs) Uh, next to the dancing I also passed exams to a music school to play flute and also to a sports school to uh, train ice skating And somehow we chose uh, ice skating um, than uh, music. Uh, If we chose music, yeah, if we chose music school, I would be a musician now. (laughs) But we chose uh, uh, ice skating. So I did ice skating uh, professionally for six years. So that time I also had ballet classes and gymnastics. So that was also a good start. And um, interest in Indian dance and culture in general also came with our mother who started uh, sahaja yoga meditation when i was two years old so oh. because uh, yes yes me and my siblings we are total five all of us did some kind of music or dance uh, in our childhood we also grew up uh, listening to indian classical uh, music concerts and also uh, Indian classical dance performances. Uh, I used to watch either live on the international uh, seminars, which used to, uh, which still are happening in um, one big big Do you center.
1: Remember the artists uh, you were listening to as a kid? Uh, yes, as a child, you know.
0: Yes, I mostly remember Bharatnatyam and, and Kuchipuri from that times. There was not much of Kathak. So, I, I was uh, growing up and uh, waiting for some teacher, you know, to appear <laughs> so that I could start my uh, learning. But that time in Poland, we had no teachers, uh, no Indian teachers. Nobody used to do Indian uh, dances. So, I couldn't start learning. So, I was doing what I was doing, our Polish dances and dancing uh, to the, uh, watching the uh, VHA's uh, videotapes and <laughs> from those musical programs and just copying some of the dancers and doing my own uh, version of Indian dances and then um, I was uh, finishing um, school. I was just before our final exams and uh, me and my cousin who is my also at my age, we both were at start uh, learning Indian dances. We saw one uh, Polish dancer performing semi-classical Bollywood on some um, uh, outdoor um, multicultural festival. And um, we asked her after the performance if she's teaching somewhere. And she said, yes, yes, she has a dance group and she teaches in one dance school. So we registered And we started learning from her. Uh, Her name is Magdalena Nirze. And many years after, she she graduated from Kathak Kendra in Delhi. But that time she was going like uh, every uh, summer to India and learning. Uh, She started with Bharatnatyam and later she started Kathak too. So she was teaching us uh, basics of Bharatnatyam. Yes, basics of Kujipuri also. And then she started... Also teaching as basis of Kathak, and uh, yeah, that was in 2008.
1: Uh, so, wait, you learned Bharatanatyam, Kuchipuri, and Kathak?
0: Yes, yes, basics <laughs> uh-huh, because she used to uh, put those um, steps into the semi classical Bollywood choreographies, <laughs> which we found very difficult, you know, dancing bolechuria with Bharatanatyam steps. <laughs> But that was that was my start. Yeah. And uh, uh, and then uh, I remember the uh, ah, so I, w- I started learning in 2007, 8 and then uh, somehow it uh, I-, I got an offer uh, to teach um, also in the same year to teach uh, Bollywood dance in one fitness uh, club. And uh, I wasn't really experienced (laughs) yet, but as they needed an instructor and they really wanted, I said, "Okay, let me try." So I started teaching, and like that
1: was your first uh, teaching experience in a fitness club. You were teaching. Yes, yes.
0: So for one and a half year, I was teaching there, and I was very strict (laughs) and teaching very difficult steps. (laughs) And. uh, but thanks God, after a few months of teaching in that fitness club, I got already offers to teach in normal dance schools, in the in Warsaw. So then it was already um, a better step. I was I could uh, easily teach dance in uh, dance schools. At some point, that uh, Polish teacher invited her uh, teacher anandita acharji from delhi to give uh, a two weeks intensive kathak workshop and from hair i saw the beauty of kathak and i completely fell in love and she also told me that this style suits me and i should uh, go to india and continue learning so uh, yes <laughs> so then i decided okay why not <laughs> and then i was already grown enough so i could go on my own before that, I couldn't uh, go because I was still studying.
1: So, you went alone to India? Yes. So, that, that was. You just got inspired by this teacher and you said, I just want to learn Kathak, and you just went to India.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was like, uh, uh, you know, she, she, she put this um, idea in me that, uh, you know, and then it's, it started uh, this desire. Uh, I think if I remember where well, the workshop was, was in the winter and then uh, before summer came I was just uh, talking to uh, one family, uh, friends of our family. Uh, she's uh, Indian from Lucknow and her husband is Polish. So uh, they, we used to meet a lot and I just told her my experience that I attended this workshop and I would love to go to India, but I don't know where. <laughs> so she immediately said, go to Lucknow, stay with my parents. They will find you some teacher. <laughs> So I said okay, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was crazy. If I if I think about it now, as I'm getting older, I think I wouldn't. You know, uh, n- right now I wouldn't be so brave to just say okay, let's go. But I think uh, my my love for, for Katak and, and you passion uh, you Exactly. It you exactly. That was the driving force. And I just didn't feel any fear and nothing. I just said, okay, I bought the ticket. And I had only one um, couple friends, uh, also a European Indian couple in Delhi who uh, received me from the airport and uh, put me... I stayed at their place like a couple of hours because it was... Uh, night and early morning 6am i had a uh, the train to lucknow so they uh, put me into the train <laughs> and then <laughs> next step i i was supposed to meet uh, my friend uh, rajna's either parents then she told me her brother would come to the station to pick me up of course i didn't know i didn't have a clue how do they look like i didn't have any photo nothing <laughs> But as I was the only one white uh, uh, woman at the station, uh, after a few minutes, they found me. <laughs> so that was crazy. And I didn't know anything like, uh, you know, what uh, what will I do? Uh, who will be the teacher? If they found anybody or not. I just went. So they uh, the next day, they uh, took me uh, to the teacher. <laughs> and the teacher... Was a Pandit Arjun Mishra, and I didn't know no. him before. Nothing. I just went, and he he didn't speak uh, good English. Just few words. Let's say he didn't speak English. So he told me in Hindi, uh, like the cow, <laughs> you know, for me to show whatever I I know. So I just showed very a little, some tatkars, one tihai, one tukra, whatever I've learned from that workshop. And it was very bad, but he liked it. So he said, okay, (laughs) I can be her. you can be my student. So then uh, I I was told to come every day and I was there for two months. So he was, uh, he started teaching very seriously uh, full day I was basically there from morning till evening. I was learning with him uh, privately, and then uh, sometimes with um, his son Anuj or with Kantika or Smriti, the other daughters. So we used to practice together, and in the evening, I used to sit and watch
1: the group classes. So that was the format. Oh, no. And he, so you were likely involved yes. in Kathak. You, like you, you just wake up and then just start dancing, exactly. and then exactly. Already... And after
0: a few days of, of course, my feet were hurting. I came and I had huge blisters. And I showed to Guruji. See, Guruji, I have blisters. I can't even walk. He said, "No problem. You have to dance." <laughs> so he he asked me to put some bandage. And then continue dancing. It was hurting so much, but I I kept quiet, and I said, okay, I have to dance. What to do? (laughs) And he was so strict. He he didn't even give me a weekend off. I had classes even on weekends, and uh, it was my first time in India, so I had a huge list. Shopping list: What to buy for my family and friends, you know, saris, bangles, this and that. <laughs> so I told Guruji I have to go for shopping, and he said, "No, no, you cannot go. You have to practice." <laughs> so, so I had to escape. So we went. We went. Yeah, because I kept asking him few days, and he was saying, "No, you cannot How go." How did you, you escape? Practice. What did you do? So we we escaped with the, with his. Uh, <laughs> to his uh, son and daughter <laughs> that I have to do shopping and they took me on <laughs> their bike <laughs> we went on the bike in the morning and ca- I thought maybe it will take 1-2 hours but you know Indian bazaars <laughs> big crowd never ending bargaining so uh, we ended up you know coming back in the evening and I came to him and I said oh, sorry Guruji I had to do this shopping and, and he <laughs> He just turned his face away and he didn't speak to me at all. I was I was almost crying, but uh, I said what time I should come tomorrow. He didn't answer anything, nothing. So I went home and I thought, what to do, what to do. But then I said, okay, I will just come and, and practice. So I came the next day as, as usual. I said, good, good morning, touch his feet, nothing. He's still not speaking to me. <laughs> completely offended but with tears in my eyes I started practicing and I was practicing the whole day and uh, he, their studio is in the ground floor and he was upstairs so of course he could hear uh, me practicing and by the end of the day I, I guess uh, he was pleased and uh, finally he smiled Aww. and he started talking to me <laughs> So this is one incident of my uh, first days of katak training in India with blisters and uh, with all the you know cultural differences and uh, difficulties on the way I was in tears many days Mm -hmm. and I actually wanted to go back quicker than my ticket but after a few days it changed uh, and then I started loving everything and then uh, when I was departing I was crying because I didn't want to leave
1: <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> yes so that was that was the start and f- of course from many uh, uh, stories of Guruji I came to know about um, Padmi- Pandit Biju Maharaj because uh, Ajun Mishraji started learning f- from him so uh, as one of uh, his first students so then uh, i decided okay it would be wonderful to meet the legend to learn from the from the source <laughs> so then next summer because that time i was uh, studying in poland and i couldn't go any other months than uh, the summer time unfortunately uh, indian summer means monsoon <laughs> very heavy oh,
1: um, like your timing doesn't match like your summer and our summer
0: It's, uh, no, no. Uh, our European summer is uh, July, August and September. So exactly a perfect uh, monsoon time. (laughs) So yeah, this was another difficulty uh, to practice, you know, in a 40 degree heat and uh, it's just sweating even if you're not moving. And uh, in Lucknow, the electricity was... uh, disconnected every few minutes so <laughs> it was really hard but I did and I loved it so then the next summer I you wanted to leave um, as soon as you entered India why why, why what happened <laughs> no that just uh, you know I, I lived with Indian family with all the rules um, and
1: I oh, so some you, you things, had like a cultural maybe, shock as soon as you came here and then and then you just didn't e- want to, like e- yes like, okay.
0: So then the next uh, year, next summer, I went to Delhi and I learned from uh, Maharaji and from his daughter, Mamta Maharaj, and from Shashwati Didi and all the Kalasham teachers. And that was another amazing experience because I was also welcomed in their homes and they were teaching me between the meals, between chai, <laughs> in a very small uh, uh, rooms or somewhere uh, in some recording studio, I used to go with them everywhere and learning every possible minute, um, or going to some show or some event, uh, uh, helping with everything, carrying luggage, bringing chai, <laughs> and then learning one to cry here, one to hide there. <laughs> it was like that. Um, And of course, I learned some basic Hindi because, uh, as I said, Arjun Mishra didn't didn't speak english so i had to learn and then in delhi everybody speaks uh, hindi and i had to struggle with everyday life go to the classes uh, bargain with the uh, vegetable walas uh-huh. and uh, cut, catch rickshaws and <laughs> buses metros so i naturally sp- started speaking hindi
1: can you can you say something in hindi <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> I don't
0: know what else so after after I started coming to Bangalore I actually forgot uh, most of my Hindi because of course in Bangalore everybody everybody speaks Canada so um, did you learn Canada here? <laughs> no if it was even a little similar to hindi i think it would be easier but it's completely difficult different and then yeah it's it's hard
1: (laughs) okay wait so let me just sum it up uh you learned Polish dance yeah. for 12 years, uh, six years of mm-hmm. ice skating. Uh, I, I read mm-hmm. in your bio that you even learned two years of Cupero and salsa and court dancing. And you learned Bharatanatyam, yes. Bollywood and Kathak. I've seen you do Bhangna uh-huh. also. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is so many. What is it? Was it like you wanted to explore different dance styles or like what made you do so many different styles?
0: I think every situation I was put into, um, I just uh, searched um, some cultural uh, aspect of it. And uh, I went to high school uh, with a profile of uh, language. Uh So I I studied uh, Polish, Latin, English, Russian and Portuguese. So because of uh, Portuguese, uh, our teacher was very... Uh, you know, um, interested in uh, pushing us into Portuguese and Brazilian culture. So because of this, I started Capoeira. Hello. Then we had whatever culture we had at school. I, I was just always there. And if there was dancing, I was helping, choreographing, teaching others. And always, doesn't matter what style. And also, uh, uh-huh, so after, after completing uh, my school, I... Um I applied to Warsaw University for uh anthropology of culture studies and I did for one year and I liked some of the subjects but some were just uh too tough even to pass three times. <laughs> exam so uh, and that time after completing first year of the studies i went to india for the first time so i took all the books and zero copies to study to um to do my exam after i come back but of course i didn't have time to study at all uh, doing a full day so i came back from india knowing even less than before so then I decided to just drop it and find something which is more for me. And then one year I was searching, searching. And uh, then I find out about the choreography studies, which was on Music Academy. Oh. And then I, I read the, uh, the program and I was just like stunned. Wow, this is perfect uh, subject for me. Uh, and I uh, passed exams, uh, I got into, uh, I, if I remember well, I was first or second on the list of admissions. Wow. And uh, yes, and then it was on the music academy. So we had also music um, classes, subjects, and uh, choreography, improvisation, different dance techniques, jazz, ballet, contemporary, court dancing, Um, vocals, piano, everything so uh, this was just perfect for me and then I uh, continued for three years I did bachelors and then I continued in uh, University of Music in Warsaw uh, another two years of masters beautiful (laughs) yeah (laughs) and meantime in the summers I was going to India and continuing my kathak training Mm. and so in Delhi, in Delhi I was twice. And then the third year, third summer I was too tired, mentally very tired and I decided to skip one summer and not go to India and just chill. <laughs> and that summer India came to us. <laughs> in a, in a, in a form <laughs> in a form of uh, Nirupama mam and Rajendra sir coming to to Poland for one theater uh, festival. Mm-hmm. And they had a workshop and performance, and it was uh, the, the workshop, no, the per- the other performance. They had f- two performances. One was at that festival in Wrocław, and one was in Krakow, which is a uh, home city of uh, Anita, another uh, dancer mm-hmm. who knew about Mom and sir through our common uh, musicians friends. Because my brother is a tabla player and I also um, i am a member of uh, India Lucia music band. Oh. They play a fusion of uh, Indian classical and uh, flamenco Spanish music. So India Lucia has many international friends and also Indian friends. And one of them is Giridat Ulupa, uh, who's from Bangalore, a Ghatam player. And uh, because of Giridhar, uh, we came to know about mom and sir. So they, Anita also like that. So she invited uh, mom and sir to perform in Krakow. And she called me, she said, Kinga, you must come and uh, see this beautiful couple performing. And I told her, Anita, I have my studies this week and I cannot come. She said, no, just you must come. (laughs) And I really was quite uh, busy with the studies, but uh, I knew Anita and I, uh, I trusted her, so I decided, okay, let it be. I will just come. I didn't check nothing. I didn't know who is uh, mom and sir. I didn't check in the internet. I just came, started the audience. It was like five hours journey by train in another city. Wow. So I sat at the audience and really didn't know what to expect and the, the first minute they entered the stage, mm-hmm. I, was, I was just shocked and I was completely in tears. I was so moved, the f- entire performance I was crying. It was so beautiful and so heart-touching. I didn't know what's happening with me. I just loved them from the first sight. (laughs) And I decided, I I knew this is the answer of my doubts. Uh, And after, I will tell you what doubts after the performance, they were coming with a little voice recorder and asking the audience, oh, how did you like the performance? Can, can you say a few words? They came to me and <laughs> I was speechless and in tears. <laughs> I couldn't say anything. And then uh, Anita asked me if I can um, host them at my place uh, for a couple of hours before their flight to, back to India. Um, after the weekend and I said of course (laughs) of course (laughs) I was so happy so then uh, um, they came to my place met my family we talked a lot Uh, we dropped them to the airport and then I told the full story that I started like this and then Delhi and then I said that whenever I go to Delhi so that was my doubt that's uh, to continue there or not because uh, of course, I had uh, private classes, which were amazing. Yeah. But uh, many times they used to be cancelled due to the monsoon. <laughs> so either the teacher was stuck in the rain or I was stuck in the rain in the bus. That that was one thing. Other thing, <laughs> on the group classes, um, they have in Kadasem, they have like a school curriculum uh, every year in this particular month, they will teach this program, this Tihais, this to class, this compositions. So every year, in the same months they teach the same, but to the different batches. So, me coming July, August, September uh, 2010, and then me coming the same month, 2011, I was learning the same things, but th- with the other batch. <laughs> so, okay, I appreciated it as a, you know, nice thing, because it training uh, basics it's always good <laughs> but uh, I was not learning new things yeah. and as I said that private classes were very unplanned many were cancelled so I felt I was really wasting a lot of time being there and uh, in a week like I wanted to spend my full time on the classes because that's why I was there but it was not happening like that so i was really uh, torn what to do shall i continue or not and then i i didn't feel uh, somehow inside my heart that that's a right place for me to continue as it was and uh, so then i told everything to mom and she listened carefully and i i had an idea and i thought i was it was a great idea <laughs> so i thought <laughs> I asked her, I asked mom, Uh um, that uh, maybe uh, next summer you could come here to Poland and teach me and my students for two or three months. And I thought it's a good offer. (laughs) And she listened and she thought and she said, "Hmm, you know, my dear, we have a good... big school in bangalore and we have a lot of performances and activities and projects uh, and we cannot leave them for such a long time (laughs) but if you if you want you are always welcome to come to bangalore and i was so sad (laughs) (laughs) yes i wanted her to come and i was so sad oh my god again going to india again all these troubles and oi 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 but uh, I said okay if there's no other option of course I'll come mm-hmm. so then I was preparing myself and um, after one year I was ready to go again I recharged my ma- bat- batteries and um, and I went to Bangalore and the moment I stepped into I immediately I felt the same joy and love which i felt you know watching mom and sir dancing and that was it (laughs) i started my uh, my uh, journey in adc which i continue till now and i can't wait at the moment i come back again and again (laughs) beautiful
1: (laughs) oh my god this is so good (laughs) (laughs) you like you went through so much and then you like find the found the place and now you're like happy and
0: yes yes i think uh, that that was necessary this this uh, journey um finally to
1: to find my place i've (laughs) now i definitely i definitely get it like maybe you wouldn't be this serious about how you are right now and exactly so you were telling me that um you, you did disco dance or something as a kid, Mm -hmm. right? And then you didn't like it and then you wanted your mom to change the classes and everything. And she finally did and you were happy. So can you tell me uh, uh, what are the factors of Indian dance that attracted you and uh, why you hated this (laughs) uh, so much? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well,
0: that... um, uh, It's hard to answer now but uh, i think that disco modern dancing was just moving to a music which which was not very pleasing and uh, you know heart touching just like a uh, contemporary music pop music so uh, it's okay to listen in the radio sometimes but You know, performing and uh, all these jumping kind of uh, movements, I think I just didn't enjoy. And uh, because we were brought up in the classical uh, atmosphere, classical art atmosphere, my elder sisters used to play and one is still continuing. She's a professional musician. So the Western classical music was always there in our home and uh um and uh, al- also because of uh, sadh yoga meditation we were uh, exposed to indian uh, classical music and uh, and dance so this was more interesting uh, it was more beautiful musically and of course i loved the uh, the storytelling uh, that it was you know not just movement for for movement but it there was something beyond that there was some story there was some uh spiritual message for sure Abhinaya part was there and uh, beautiful music and the rhythms and the, you know the dignity uh, I think was the was what, uh, what also you. because um yeah, yeah, and I found similar things in the Polish national dances because they were to uh, dance to folk music, so they were more, um, more traditional than you know modern stuff. So yeah,
1: <laughs> that's What's the difference uh, that you find between like Polish national dance uh, uh, compared to Kathak, like, uh, and what are the edges? Oh, you can't compare
0: that. They are completely different, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) uh, traditionally uh, both are done to live music, right? So, also Polish dances are danced to live orchestra, uh, instrumental and uh, vocals. Uh, There would be uh, some either one person or a choir singing. Uh, some stories and then dances happen uh, either uh, during those songs or or in between and uh, dance Polish national dances can be done uh, in uh, uh, not not rather solo but mostly in pairs Mm -hmm. uh, or in a big group Uh, so this is very joyful and uh, like I would say like all uh, folk national dances of all the nations around the world uh, they have common things uh, um there is always some um uh, some story to tell mm-hmm. through <laughs> dance there is also this always this element of celebration joy uh, rhythms live music so like things like that mm-hmm.
1: Um, I wanted to know, like, um, you know, how how do people receive Indian classical dance in Poland? Uh, Like, what is the reaction like? Mm. Not many people still really know uh,
0: anything about Indian culture in some uh, countries in the West. So our job is to let to let them know. and um to present it in the best way and uh surprisingly most of them will immediately love it and uh, of course it's uh it's better if we first uh uh explain by words what is the dance about mm even if it's pure Nritta-based uh, choreography, we also have to speak, okay, why the dancer has gungrus on their ankles and, uh, uh, you know, what are the characteristics of the dance and if it's a uh, Abhinaya piece, then we have to explain the story and then they can relate more, they can understand more and especially uh, kathak has this advantage that it's uh, it's not that uh, codified, like, for example, Bharatnatyam. If you don't learn Bharatnatyam, you will hardly understand what's going on there. Oof. I can even say as a dancer. OK, uh, so Katak is not like that. Kataki is a little more uh, presentable to an audience which really doesn't know what is this mudra. Even, even Maharaji used to always say the more natural you show it, the better the more natural way you express something or you show some movements some action some story then the better and then it will be more um hitting to to the audience and uh, of course um, kathak is so vibrant with all the rhythms and chakras it attracts people attention and they love the just the form and if there is a story which is explained, they will even love it more because they will feel a part, you know, a part of the culture, a part of uh, understanding. And uh, uh, even if it's a very uh, classical or mythological story, um, something taken from Krishna's or Rama's life, uh-huh. if we explain uh, that this is all symbolic and this is to represent some of the qualities um in build uh, in us as human beings, which are universal for everybody around the world, they will feel more more connected, and uh, yeah, it, Indian dances always have this uh, mission, <laughs> or or it just happens naturally that they uplift our spirits. Uh, and people feel it it doesn't matter from which country they will be they will feel it a little more or a little less but they will feel it and they will express as well after the performance uh, if it happens they come up and and share their thoughts they will say things like wow there was something uh, uh, in this dance uh, which was extremely beautiful and it just touched my heart and they sometimes they don't know what is this but they will express like this mm, and they want to see more and some of them will want to learn and then it's easy once they see as a you know in a performance mm-hmm. then they want to learn and for us it's uh, us like dance teachers uh, is the best and the most uh, important uh, Experience and achievement. If if somebody uh, after you know watching a performance would love to learn, or if someone is learning uh, other styles like Bollywood or, or Bhangra, and with time they will also start you know uh, learning classical. I think this is uh, yes because after some time they will feel oh, okay. Maybe now it's time for something more serious, <laughs> and then we are happy. Yes. <laughs>
1: Hmm. So, uh, I I I wanted to ask you, um, you know, that now you've learned so many dance forms. Uh, what are your plans mm-hmm. for future?
0: Hmm. Mm. Definitely continue dancing. <laughs> uh, for sure, learning more because there's never end in learning, and doing some doing some projects uh, maybe some fusions uh, between western dance and indian dance and i love performing with live music so more projects with live musicians and it always depends who is there because uh, different musicians will have different uh, experience different way, way of seeing the music and then with each one of them we can make completely different things Mm, And uh, recently I've moved out from Poland and came to to UK, to Liverpool, yes. So, unfortunately, it's a pandemic time, (laughs) so nothing is happening here in this beautiful country full of uh, the best, uh, you know, dance scene. Yes. Exactly. So everything is shut down. It's so irritating, but what to do we have to wait for better times so now i think the challenge is to you know to find my
1: place here <laughs> you you won the bollywood dance competition of 2015 i mean that, that is yes. so that is so amazing i mean you came all the way from poland came here you participated in the competition and you won it
0: yeah the competition was in germany Um, But Saroj Khan, the judge, she came specially from India to judge this competition to Germany. So it was all random what happened. I randomly saw a a post of one dancer on Facebook whom I follow, but I never met in the normal physical life. She shared the poster about workshops and the competition because she Sarah Kakan, had workshops in several cities in germany and then the last uh, weekend was the um, workshop in frankfurt and the next day was the competition so i saw and i didn't react much uh, first <laughs> first uh, time uh, but I just told my uh, dance group, my girls, that uh, Saroj Khan is coming to Germany and there is a competition solo and group. So maybe we we can go and participate as in a group contest. And they somehow, because it was all on our own expense, they didn't really have possibility to spend money and go and without, you know knowing what will happen and they were not really keen to do it so then i thought oh my god what should i do and then i just asked also because of sahaja Yoga, we have so many international friends and i asked who's there in frankfurt who could host me <laughs> so there was one family and they said yeah yeah you come we can host you so then i decided okay i'll go on my own so i didn't again i didn't know anybody uh, except that family who was hosting me and i went first uh, to to the workshop and i was late <laughs> oh god yeah i couldn't find the place and uh, yeah i was just late so i stood at the very back i was so embarrassed my god Sa- saro g workshop and i'm late <laughs> So I stood at the back and uh, nobody saw me and then uh, and after, there was one break and after the break uh, they said the people you exchange, those who are at the back you come in the front and those who are in the front you come at the back. Oh! And, of course, the one who were in the front were angry. They have to go back. But I said, okay, okay, I will come front. Nice. <laughs> so then I was there. And, of course, workshop was easy. It was a um, Bollywood dance workshop. And uh, uh, Sarojie's uh, assistant, Manish, was uh, her nephew, was teaching. And she was just giving some corrections and sitting and watching. So she was sitting watching. And after that second time, second part of the workshop she she pointed me and she said you are the best 100 rupee note and she said this is uh, to appreciate the best dancer in the workshop and this is for me and uh, we we took a picture and so the next day was the competition uh um, there was first um, um, part in the morning which was judged by the local organizer who was saraji's student and that uh, saraji's assistant manish And I did one dance and I got selected to the second round. And uh, there were 100 dancers total. And out of 110 solos were selected to the finals in the evening and five groups. So, uh, yeah, so I was in the solo category. And um, I decided not to choose Saroji's songs. We cannot compete with the mastery of I did a combo of Manmohini from Hamdi Chukasanam and Meredholna soon. So first, uh, yeah, first I did, I think, Meredholna and that was uh, a semi-classical. Of course, I've put some katak steps there. And then uh, Manmohini was a little bit uh, more, um, I've put a like total mix of everything. Also some baratnatyam, some jumps uh different different things more lively and she loved it she just simply loved it uh, she said uh, uh she she saw this that uh i was dancing and i was lip syncing so she said you know this uh, i i um she can see that uh, indian dance is in my heart in my soul in my mind and uh Yes, and uh, she loved it, and she said something uh, like, uh, "You know," she said so many beautiful things to describe my dance, and she she added this that she didn't even say such things to Madhuri Dixit. Oh. <laughs> that was one thing, and then she said, "Come to me, come to and be my assistant. Uh, I'll make my assistant jealous. You come to me, work with me," she said, like that. Uh, and then and then I won. I was shocked, but. So uh, I had a a, a visiting card of that uh, Manish, her uh, assistant, and um, so I, I decided, okay, whenever I come to India, I can contact him and see what happens, meet Saroji. So the next year I was going to India and on the way or coming back, something on the way from Bangalore, I was one day in Mumbai. So I decided, I texted Manish that, hi, I'm in Mumbai, I can come visit um, your uh, Sarojis uh, Dance Academy. So he said, okay, come. So I came, but she was not there. Mm, so he said, yeah, he said she's having some uh, TV show in Delhi. She's in Delhi, so she's not in Mumbai that time. Uh-huh. I said, okay. And then he said, mm, "No, I can teach you my latest uh, pinga choreography for... <laughs> and then he said an, an amount, which was very, very, very high amount. I will not say exactly how much, but it was really... lot of money for this much only (laughs) and then I politely said that you know I came to meet Saroji and uh, I am I am a professionally trained choreographer I finished master studies in choreography I know many dance techniques and if you would never ever need me you know to assist I, I would be happy to get this experience and just let me know then he understood he said okay okay we'll we'll let you know I said okay thank you bye bye and I left (laughs) and then nothing really happened after that (laughs) Uh, but uh, it's okay I mean my aim wasn't never it was never to work in Bollywood industry I know it's like any show business it's uh, full of mess (laughs) so I, I really never intended to to work there but continue my uh, my journey uh, more likely with classical dance. so this incident happened, and as I said, many nice positive things came out of out of this uh, competition, but uh, i I didn't become a Sarojis assistant and I'm fully okay with that <laughs> oh. so so that was great yeah and she's she she was very sweet as a person True. and also also very uh and very honest well she used to speak whatever with whatever she she thinks whatever is there in her head and uh, there is a beautiful uh documentary one hour documentary on youtube about her life and many people many artists speak about her and about her life her experience and uh, yes it's it's a very nice one i i recommend watching that <laughs> as an inspiration for all the dancers and teachers
1: mm-hmm. um i have another question for you <laughs> many are confused between choosing a career uh in arts as it is not a definite success you know uh, so what is your suggestion for them can they earn a living
0: Uh, There is not an easy answer and definite answer to this very complicated question because it depends on many things and uh, every human is an individual and everybody has its own way and journey. But for sure, hard work plus passion and dedication will most likely... Uh, bring you closer to that success. Uh, just talent is not not enough. Uh, if if one yeah, you need to have the de- dedication. You need, you you need really to focus your full life on this on art, and do everything related to art. And also, what is very uh, helping, I would. To say, is the family and the surrounding uh, people which surround you and uh, don't disturb you, <laughs> don't uh, you know hesitate, don't stop you from doing that. The best way would be if they support, uh, sometimes supporting uh, can mean. Simply not disturbing. (laughs) I I had this... uh, I was lucky that I I was always surrounded by people who also loved what I'm doing and never said that this is bad or this will not bring you money or something they were always supporting as well as you know my family also friends and also all the teachers which is also very important to have teachers who will support you and believe in you because i know many of my friends dancers from other dance techniques whose teachers were pulling them down they were never supporting Yeah, they were saying, no, you're not good enough, you will not do it, you can't do it. They were really pulling them down. And my best friend, she's a beautiful contemporary dancer, and she told me so many sad stories. She used to leave the dance class with, uh, crying many times because the teachers were really not, you know, uh, lifting her, not supporting, but rather pulling down, abusing and, and all these things. It is, uh, it is very, very important to have uh, you know people surrounding you who will support you and be with, be with you. And then uh, try to you know find all the best possible ways to learn as much as possible. Um, and i would say yes try learning from different teachers try learning different things because it always will just enrich your experience always will open up your mind and give you you know uh, many more tools especially if if one uh, is uh, uh, aspiring to to be a professional dancer or or a choreographer because then you need to take from many many uh resources from many the more you do the more you experience that, the better your work re- will be later on you will have more more tools uh, to work with to work with yeah exactly up, uh, an art as a profession is not easy and everybody knows it but if one has really you know a, a driving force and passion and fully full dedication i think uh, it will always work out and definitely what is most important you will feel good about it and you will feel uh maybe okay maybe you will not be the richest person in this world but definitely whatever you do will will make your heart happy and uh, you know we'll see that even if if you don't have million followers but just few (laughs) but maybe those will be also good dancers i think this is in my case i i don't really have like a few hundred thousand followers but those people (laughs) those dancers who follow me they are themselves very good dancers and i appreciate their work and this is i think a little more valuable than having a bunch of uh, you know people who don't know nothing about dance but they just follow because a uh, dancer is beautiful or i don't know what else <laughs> how,
1: beautiful. How, beautiful. how beautiful how well how well put uh, it's so true i mean i i really respect this viewpoint of yours it's it's amazing uh, how you put it up hmm. <laughs> um I wanted to ask you uh one more thing like uh, you know while we all know that making money in art field is not easy uh how do you mm-hmm. sustain yourself like i mean you mentioned that uh, you know uh it is not easy and whatever so but what, what do you do
0: Okay making money <laughs> Uh yeah so teaching is one thing of course When I was in Poland, I had my uh, dance school and I used to give regular classes. So that was more or less regular income, uh, which always depends on the number of of classes and number of students, but it's more or less uh, some uh, regular income. So teaching is always a way. Uh, Of course, quite a big uh, amount of my earnings uh, comes from the performances which are not happening now and then other projects like um you know some sometimes i have to choreograph for somebody or 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 lead some demonstration class uh, some lecture uh, some workshop uh, yeah international workshops uh, some dance festivals uh it is very unstable Uh, it depends on the events of course and uh, summer is usually better because there are open air festivals there are some tours concerts and uh, it's better winter is uh, not that good because people stay at (laughs) homes there are not so many outdoor events especially in the cold countries like Europe
1: (laughs) what do you have to say to our listeners who are dancers and uh, you know like is there any one line for uh, the budding uh, artists like any advice
0: keep on learning exploring practicing (laughs) and uh, and performing as well and be uh, be honest to yourself and first of all dance for yourself for your own enjoyment and secondary to share your joy with others because they will ultimately feel it in their hearts how oh,
1: beautiful how amazing thank you so much king <laughs> it was uh it was really amazing for uh, me to have you on um, our show i i got to learn so much just talking to you and I loved it I absolutely loved it I enjoyed talking to you
0: thank you so much I'm very happy to be your first guest and I'm happy that I could share a bit of my life and to, to uh, inspire you and uh, your listeners and I wish all the best for the program to to grow <laughs> and have more listeners and more uh, interesting guests on your way
1: So I hope this interview with Kinga Malek was insightful and hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. For more information, log on to our website www.kalatapasya.com. We will catch up soon on next episode where we shall bring more interesting stories from performing artists of India.